Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And I bumped into one of the VIPs here. Just happens to be the biggest news name in sports right now. That's Aaron Rodgers. We've heard of the story of Green Bay and what's going on with Aaron. He's here with his fiance, Shalane Woodley, here this weekend. He didn't want to talk on camera. I can tell you, I characterize Aaron as disappointed that news has come out of this rift uh, with the Packers. He expressed a couple of times how much he loves Green Bay, loves the fans, loves the franchise. There is a fissure, there is a chasm between management and the reigning NFL MVP. We're just not sure how this is going to play out. I'll watch closely over the next couple of weeks to see what we hear from the Packers side and when Aaron does speak. Interesting times ahead for sure in the National Football League this week. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Mike Tirico on NBC over the weekend during the Kentucky Derby coverage. There were all those reports. Roger's going to be at the Derby. Roger's going to be at the Derby. We'll see what he says. See what he says. And you get a big nothing. Did yeah. not want to talk on camera. This is BetQL Daily. Joe Strowski, Ryan Horvat. Make sure you download the free Odyssey app today to watch, listen, and subscribe to the BetQL Daily podcast. The cool thing about the Odyssey app, if you listen to any of the audio stations around the country that I love, Horvat, is uh, the rewind feature. And, oh, you missed an interview that happened a half hour ago? You don't have to wait for the podcast. You just scroll back a half hour and listen to a show. Which is awesome. Imagine if we yeah. had that growing up when everything was DVR. listening. You know what I mean? Yeah, DVR yeah. for the radio. Beautiful. No doubt. Download the BetQL app today to use our promo code daily for 20% off any subscription. Get started today. BetQL.com. Also available on the Apple App Store and Google Play. BetQL helps you beat the sports books. Our promo code daily for 20% off any subscription. You know what? Let, let's start there. I was thinking about going with the MVP but it all ties in, I think, to Aaron Rodgers here. I'm actually thinking there is a chance, if he's not with the Packers, that he could be a repeat MVP. We'll get to that in a moment. Um, I think we've heard a lot of the narrative, a lot of the ideas of what's happening. There's some guessing, and some people have more educated guesses. Do you think it's a factor um, that uh, with what we've seen going on, with with Rodgers and the organization. Do you think part of the reason is is we don't have someone to uh to push things to the side of let's let cooler heads prevail a little bit. Does not having a specific owner play an issue here where normally like when when things get testy, a lot of times 
the owner is the closer in certain situations. With the White Sox, the owner is the closer. When Jerry Reinsdorf needs to step in, he steps in. When things are going bad with the Patriots, when Robert Kraft needs to step in, he would step in. We've seen that in the past. Do you think it's a problem that Murphy has all the power in Green Bay? Yeah, I do. Between Murphy and Brian Gutekinds and then Russ Ball, who's their financial guy, their numbers cruncher. I mean, for years, we didn't even know who was really in charge because it was Ted Thompson. But as mm-hmm. Ted got a little bit older, you know, he was still involved, but he was more involved with the scouting department. So then Brian Gutekinds becomes general manager. You have Mark Murphy, who's been around forever, who we all think is eventually going to retire here soon and kind of pass the torch to Brian Gutekinds. But I, I, don't, I think that if there's an owner, if there's a Jerry Jones, if there's a Robert Kraft, right. Like we've seen in NFL history, you know, when potentially Bill Belichick and Tom Brady had some beef, Robert Kraft, there was no way that Robert Kraft was moving Brady. They end up ultimately moving Jimmy Garoppolo. I feel like there is an owner. Somebody steps in here because this has been going on for years now. Everybody like the hot name that was out yesterday was Jake Kumaro because Aaron Rodgers was praising former wide receiver from Whitewater, Wisconsin, Jake Kumaro, who I think I want to say that he just – he may have just joined the Broncos practice squad. I got to check. I have no idea. But um, he's been bouncing in and out of the league. So that was the name that everybody was talking about because Rodgers was praising this guy just two years ago, and then they cut him the next day. But this goes all the way back to the first year where Gutekinds really took over control. He let Jordy Nelson go. He cut Jordy Nelson, who was Aaron Rodgers' best friend on the team. Obviously, they had that back shoulder connection, and he let him go. Not And not even to bring in like Allen Robinson or a 25, 26-year-old top wide receiver, but to bring in the corpse of uh, Jimmy Graham. So that one upset Aaron Rodgers. Then it was Randall Cobb they didn't bring back. So I feel like this has just been going on and on and on. And finally, maybe it was Jay Kumaro that was the final straw. Maybe it was moving up to select Jordan Love out of Utah State. Like, I get taking a quarterback, you know, in the first round even or in the second round. They did it in mm-hmm. New England. With Jimmy Garoppolo in the second round when they still had Tom Brady. Yep. Don't move up to take a quarterback, especially one that's a project when you're one game away from the Super Bowl just a few short months earlier, like they were. Um, so I think this has just been going on, and I feel like finally now it's reached the boiling point. Okay, so you're covering this every day. I'm sure it's the number one, number two, and number three topic on the fan up in Milwaukee. Uh, yeah. We know the national storylines, like a lot of the stuff that you mentioned, not, not the Kumaro stuff, but some of the other stuff that we've talked about, everybody's talking about. Tell us something for the BetQL Daily listeners. Tell us something that doesn't get talked about nationally that is part of the problem uh, with Rodgers and company. Yeah, man, I feel like something that we just – I feel like the, kind of like what I brought up, but this has been going on, like as far as personnel decisions with Aaron Rodgers, I feel like this has been going on forever because it was years back where Charles Woodson was at the end of his career and he was trying to vouch for Charles Woodson to come back and he doesn't. But like what, what we've learned is it wasn't the head coach because they got rid of the last head coach and it's still an issue. Yeah. Like, so, so there's one thing for, like that. I, I, I don't think a lot of us were wondering how involved, was Matt LaFleur in the decision make in the decision to draft Jordan Love. And now it comes out from Jay Glazer and all these NFL reporters and insiders that I actually trust that Matt LaFleur had nothing to do with that decision, which I find to be just I mean you here you are in Brian Gutekind. So Brian Gutekind has done some good, right? Like for Green Bay. He uh signed 
uh, Zadarius Smith, Preston Smith, Adrian Amos, spent a bunch of money on the defensive side of the ball. He right. found Matt LaFleur. Everybody wanted Adam Gase. And he hired Matt LaFleur, who had what, like the 26th, 27th offense in Tennessee is one year as offensive coordinator. Not a lot of people understood the hire. Not a lot of people loved the hire. But he found him. Why would he not be involved in, in, in personnel decisions. I find that to be very, very stupid. And also, like, Matt LaFleur has flown to go see Aaron Rodgers in California. They have a really good relationship, and even he can't talk Aaron into coming back to Green Bay. Aaron was just with uh, his uh, right tackle, David Bakhtiari, at the Kentucky Derby. He can't talk Aaron into coming back in to Green Bay. So I feel like – I don't I don't know Wait, how- do, do you think we're there? Do you – like, you just listening to you – you're talking like he's gone, like it's done. Do you think he's played his last game in a Packers uniform? So yesterday I saw uh, ESPN reporter Packer insider Rob Demosky went on the Dan Patrick show and he said, less my, than- my favorite guy that covers the Packers in the entire world, just because of his block feature. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, he did that as a joke because him and my partner had beef. I think me and him are on good terms again, though. Um, oh, oh, never- were you unblocked? I, I don't know. I have to go back. I saw one of his tweets earlier, but I don't know if I was on the station account. I have to go back and check. I've never done anything to the guy. I don't fight okay. insiders or reporters. <laughs> yeah. Big names like that on the national level. No, no. Now the fans, the, see, I am in a fight right now with a lot of our listeners. Everybody's turned on Aaron Rodgers. Last night at a minor league baseball game, uh, Rodgers does like this, um, man, this like PSA. And he, he, he came above the board on the scoreboard. Everybody booed him. They're all everybody's team Gudikins. Imagine get out of here. Get out of here. Imagine rooting for the guy that 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 imagine imagine rooting to bring back a general manager rather than the reigning MVP, a guy that just threw 48 touchdown passes, but everybody's turned their back on him already, man. Is it similar to Farf? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Is it the same thing? Kind of a little bit different. Whereas, like, okay, so, like, with Brett, they had to move on from Brett, even though they went to the NFC Championship yeah. game as last year in Green Bay, because every year after week 17 or after their playoff exit, Brett would go to the podium. He'd be in tears. Oh, gee, shucks. I, I don't think so. I'm going to be back next year. So eventually, man, they had to move on because Aaron Rodgers looked really good at practice, looked really good the game where Favre went down on Thursday Night Football against Dallas years back. And they were like, okay, we have something. It's time to move on. With Rodgers, it's different because you don't know what you have in Jordan uh, Jordan Love. Everything I hear about Jordan Love is he's a year away from being a year away, which is frightening. I still think, even though Rob Demosky and all these reporters say less than a 5% chance, I still think it's 50-50 because if I'm the Green Bay Packers, I don't trade him, man. I say, hey, you want to retire? Retire. We're not moving you. They're definitely not moving him to an NFC team. So um, I still think it's 50-50 because I think that if they don't move him, I think that it will get closer to the season. He is a football guy. He's going to want to play. I think, I think he returns. I think so, too. I, okay, yeah. let me ask you this. Who's, who's got a better chance of, of, of winning a Super Bowl this year? If Rodgers goes to Denver, he has to face Mahomes twice a year. Right, right. If he stays in Green Bay, he faces Andy Dalton twice a year, maybe. It, 
He let, me stop, let me stop you there. Yeah. Is that is that his number one? Is that the number one priority to him right now? To win a That's Super your question. If it's to win a Super Bowl, maybe he stays. If it isn't, if it's say, if it's to say bleep you, like that's how upset he is. Yeah. And he, to go somewhere else, maybe he does. What yeah. like that's we're we're trying to handicap this, all of us, and wondering if you know cooler heads can prevail at some point. But what is most important to Rodgers? There's your answer. Mm -hmm. and, and that's a great question right there because for the last five years, all he talks about, most important thing, not Super Bowl rings, his legacy, hiring mm -hmm. as a Green Bay Packer. He wanted to spend his oh. career one team. That's all he ever talks about. And that's why I feel like he's so hurt, man. Right. Especially him. He's a spiteful person. I mean, we all know the history. Like, he doesn't talk to his family. So imagine like thinking that you could piss this guy off and then just smooth it over when like that's not how he is. Like when you're yeah. dead, to him, you're dead to him. I think that that's been proven. So I don't know how this ends. I feel like he's either going to be a Bronco, he's going to be a Raider, or he's back in Green Bay. And so that's why I don't blame anybody for looking at Denver Bronco futures because I think they're going to be able mm -hmm. to put the best package for him. Joe Owen Horvey, this is a BetQL Daily talking some NFL. Let's take a look at the NFL MVP market and yeah. – stay away from the top of the board okay what's okay. the point in betting the top of the board with the season three four months away however if rogers goes to denver that's a conversation but that's a conversation for another day he's not worth betting right now at eight to one no. if they go to, if he goes to denver and they have one of the best records in the afc they might be forced to make him back-to-back -back mvp but anyways if we look down the board and we're looking for value for value what stands out as a realistic option? Man, as a realistic option. Um, I think there are a few. So is Justin Herbert 18 to 1? Would you consider that a long shot? Because I like Herbert, and then right below him, I like Kyler Murray 20 to 1, who I took a small little shot with last year. My big money was on Aaron mm -hmm. Rodgers. That worked out. With Murray, though, the problem with Kyler Murray 20 to 1, if you consider that a long shot, is when the when the pocket collapsed, like he wants to get out of the pocket. He wants to move around. So when he's injured, when he's hampered late in the season and you force him to sit in the pocket, he just can't do it, man. Like I hate the, he's too small. His hands are too small, but with Kyler Murray, like you saw it last year when he has to sit in the pocket, he is too small, bigger defensive ends and outside linebackers just put their arms up. So um, I'm kind of out on Kyler Murray, but 20 to one is an interesting price. Nah. No, I like other no. I like other names better than him. Are, are they, here's the problem with Arizona. How many wins are they going to get? Are they going twelve and five? They're and not going twelve and five. Oh, not with man. that coach. Not in that division. So I'm I'm out on Kyler Murray. Okay. Herbert, love that idea. You could find him at twenty to one at most books right now. I'm big on the Chargers. We've addressed that tough AFC, but uh, the the way they're rebuilding that line for him. I think that is a play worth looking at. Uh, how about Stafford? The win total is 10 and a half. Should we be looking at 16 to one or a better number? Yeah, I actually played that as I, I played the 16 to one with Stafford. Um, him in that offense, man, with McVay, I think he's just going to put up ridiculous type, ridiculous numbers. I'm fully invested in the Rams this year in Matthew Stafford. I'm out on San Francisco, actually. That division is going to be so really? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be hard to win double-digit games in that division, even with the added game. I, I think the okay. Rams do 
it. I think they're going to be obviously tough defensively, and I think Stafford's going to put up video game-type numbers finally. He's going to have an offensive line that protects them. I expect the run game to get going. So I like Stafford a lot. That's my favorite MVP bet. If you had to make a 16-to-1 bet on points bet right now for MVP, you go Stafford or Russell Wilson? Ooh, man. Russell Wilson eventually going to get some votes. Last year should have been his year, the first eight yeah. games of the season. And then every, so here's what scares me about Russell Wilson. It's, it's the same every year. Play, put together a second half, Russ. Well, here's the problem. The offensive yeah. line breaks down. That means he gets hit a lot. And then they just, Pete Carroll's play calling gets more questionable every single year. They hate running the football with Chris Carson. It, it doesn't make any sense. So, um, yeah, I'd probably go. Uh, I'd man. go Russ. I'd go Russ between the two. Uh, one more. Which 33 is more enticing, Matt Ryan or Baker Mayfield? Ooh, I mean, probably Baker Mayfield. I, I expect big things from the Browns. I think they're going to win 12 games here. With Baker Mayfield, he just needs protection. Is, is Odell Beckham Jr. going to be healthy? They have the run game with Nick Chubb. Um, they have Jarvis Landry. He's got the tight end in Austin Hooper. I think I would have to go with Baker Mayfield, man. And Fitzpatrick, 200 right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He, he would, but he could probably have a good half, but uh, I don't know about entire season. Joe Strowski, Ryan Horvat. Coming up next, let's go out to Las Vegas and check in with the books. Jeff Sherman from the Superbook will drop by on the BetQL Audio Network.